This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. I want to welcome you all and yeah, just honor you for joining us this morning. It's always precious to spend time together in God's presence, in, in worship and also around the Word of God. So this morning... The title of my sermon this morning is, There's Nothing New Under the Sun. Have Faith. Okay? As I was preparing for this morning, I just sensed that God wants to remind us that we can trust Him. He wants us to trust Him. So, so bear with me this morning as, as I want just to encourage us with a simple message. And I hope that we might encounter power um, in the simplicity. God wants us to know that we can trust Him. Okay? Ecclesiastes 1 verse 9 says, That which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there's nothing new under the sun. Okay? There's nothing new under the sun. Regardless of the era, season, or worldview, I believe all of mankind has always and will always be yearning for these two simple things. Okay? Joy and peace. All of mankind always has and will always yearn for joy and peace. Behind the primal desire for money, power, houses, cars, entertainment, knowledge, relationships, you know it. The deepest yearning of man's soul is always after peace and joy. Now probably all of us have tried to somehow satisfy or numb this yearning by indulging in the world around us. And if we'll be honest, we can all agree that those journeys have always led to a dead end. Okay? So where can man find these most sought-after conditions of the heart. In Scripture, we find many promises relating to peace and joy. Jesus himself said the following in John 15, verse 11. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you. And listen to this. This is awesome. That your joy may be full. Right? Your joy may be full. All of us, in, our, in the depths of our being, we are always yearning for joy and peace. And God's heart for us is that our joy may be full. Romans 14 verse 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not eating, not a matter of eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. The context here that... Um, the context in this portion of scripture um, was that Paul was uh, addressing people who had different convictions regarding to the food that the food they were allowed to eat at that time. But he reminds us that the kingdom of God goes way beyond our natural life and its appetites. He also implies that what really matters in life and what matters is the, in the kingdom is right standing with God. Okay. When we are in right standing with God, 
we, peace and joy will always follow. Whenever we are not in that place of right standing with God, there will always be this frustration, this agitation, this um, discontent. But when we come into that place of right standing with God, we can experience that peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So, if this is the place our souls find joy and peace, how do we enter this kingdom, right? Or how do we come to this place of right standing with God? Like I said this morning, my message, it's not that complicated. Have faith. Not blind faith, but childlike faith. Mark 10 verse 15. Assuredly, I say to you, Jesus spoke to his, his disciples, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, by no means enter it. We say we, we are yearning for joy and peace. We say we find that joy and peace by entering into the kingdom, by being in right standing with God. How do we get to that place of right standing with God? By receiving it as a little child. God the Father wants all of us, all of us, to enter His kingdom with its abundance of life. He's a good Father. He wants us to enter into that place of abundance of life that we find in His kingdom and in that place of, place of right standing alone. However, Christ here conveys a certain prerequisite, and that is that we need to receive the kingdom of God as little children. Now why would God ask such a thing? Why not a certain performance quality control tick sheet? Why not, why not some specialized skills or a certain education or specific, only a specific cultural background or some party trick or a bank balance or even deep theological knowledge and understanding. Why wouldn't God first want us to have the right bank balance or deep enough theological understanding or, you know, you name it. Why wouldn't He want us first to have that and then we can enter into His kingdom? For one, I believe the beauty in this is that every human soul can believe. That's for me a beautiful thing. God says, Enter my kingdom. Come into a place of right standing by believing in me, by, by having the trust and the faith as a child. Because he's put that capacity, that ability in every human soul. Now listen to this example. An atheist making a smoothie will only drive to trust market if he believed his favorite ingredients were to be found on that shop shelf. Are you, are you getting me? Even an atheist will only put works to his faith if he really believes there is something there. Amen? So every soul has capacity for faith. And that says that all of us are qualified to know an inclusive and inviting God. Okay? That's why one of the beautiful things for me um, 
about us being able to know God by faith is that all of us can, can walk in faith. All of us have got the capacity of faith. Anyhow, closer to the uh, matter of the heart, though, is I believe that Christ lay forth this condition to enter the kingdom because the Father wants us to trust Him. All right? I just felt God wants to remind us this morning that we can trust Him. He wants us to, He wants the, the, the basis, the, the, the point of departure for us in knowing Him to be that the, the, that the truth that we can trust Him and that we will trust Him with the readiness of a child. Now, a child can't wait to rip open the birthday gift hidden away by the wrapping. Okay, I don't know who of you have recently given children a gift, but I, I just saw my, my, my nephew um, open some of his gifts a while ago, and he was just ripping at it, okay? Now, because that child believes that that gift that's inside that wrapping that he can't see, he believes it's a good gift. And there, that's why it's like, you know, just ripping it open. I don't know. Have you ever given a gift to someone and you were really pleased to see their excitement even before they opened it, right? That's one of the, the reasons I believe it's, that's just one of the spin-offs that we get um, from the truth that says it's more blessed to give than to receive. To see how someone really is excited and appreciates the gift that they've received, okay? So that's a pleasing thing to see that excitement when someone receives the gift. The same childlike trust and passionate faith is the only thing that we can do to not only please God, but also to find Him. It's the only thing that we can do. Yes, faith is a verb in my dictionary because true faith will lead to action. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, Without faith, remember now I said, it's, it's, um, think about the child who's opening a gift under wrapping. He can't see it, but he's so excited. And now the person who's given that gift is really pleased and finds satisfaction in the fact or in, to, to observe the response of the child who's received the gift. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Okay? That faith that God is a rewarder leads to the action of seeking him. All right? Amen. When we seek him, when we seek Christ, we find that his presence is our reward. And joy and peace is just a part of that, of the fullness of that, His presence. Amen? The Word says, in His presence is fullness of joy. Okay? So we don't pursue God and we don't seek Him merely to find joy and peace. As we grow in the Lord, we, we learn that it, his, in His presence, His presence is the fullness of joy. We don't merely pursue peace and joy. We perceive the Lord. We, we, we seek the Lord. And in His presence, we find fullness of joy. Like I said, faith is a verb in my dictionary. Okay? 
I'm saying this morning, let's be reminded, have faith. Nothing is going to change if we remain sulking in some corner of a sinking ship. Sometimes we need to disregard our feelings and circumstances, get up and get our faith going by taking hold of the truth of God and walk out on the stormy waters with our gaze fixed on Christ. Okay? Sometimes, it, oh Lord, I don't have joy. I'm just not feeling like it. Oh, I, don't, I don't have peace. I don't, I really, oh, it's just difficult to be a Christian, you know? The word says it's a good fight of faith. Sometimes we need to take hold of the truth of God, disregard our feelings, disregard our circumstances, and fight that good fight of faith. I often need to remind myself when things are going tough and I want to get negative and I just want to, you know, sit and sulk there in the corner. I, I, I remember, oh yes, Paul didn't say it's the good stroll of faith. Everything's going to be like, uh, man, you know. No. It's the good fight of faith. Amen? Hallelujah. Romans 5, verses 1 to 5. We are talking about faith. We're talking about peace. We're talking about joy. Right? Therefore, having been justified by faith, Justified by faith. We, we have entered into the kingdom like a little child by faith. And therefore we are justified by faith. We have peace with God. Peace with God. Because we are in right standing with Him. Like I said, if we are not in right standing, we're always going to have a little bit of frustration and agitation. But by faith we have been justified and we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Through whom, through whom we, also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of glory and not only that but we also glory in tribulations knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has, given, who has given to us. Who was given to us, sorry. Now, now for me, always a beautiful scripture. You can see there's a process here. With, without faith, we won't persevere through tribulation. Without persevering, character won't be formed. And without that character, we won't have um, hope developed in us that doesn't disappoint. And I always see this, for me, myself, Self, I see the scripture is when we persevere by faith, when we are fighting those battles, when we are picking up those battle scars, it's like God in, a, in, in our character, on our heart, is writing a story. And, and, it's, and it's almost, I always see, the way I see this picture, it's not necessarily like a deep Greek meaning of, of this portion of scripture. It's just the way I've seen, a, uh, it's just a picture I've seen around the scripture. Um, you know the Ten Commandments that was written on the tablets? I see when, when we go through tribulations in life and we, and we journey with God in faith, in perseverance, holding on to His Word, it's like God writes that story 
that specific testimony, that specific battle. He writes it like 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 a story on the tablets of my on the tablets of my heart, um, in my character, so that when I face the next tribulation, I can go back to that place and say, you know, this has been embedded into my life. You know, this tribulation. I want to tell you this story. It's been written in my character. It's been written on my heart. God is good, and therefore I have hope. And that hope doesn't disappoint. Amen? James 1, verse 2 to 4. It just adds on to this. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work. Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay? We are saying in this church we want to grow this year. Yes, we want to grow with, with um, new believers coming to Christ. But we also want to grow in depth. Amen? Listen to this. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. How's that for good news? Huh? Lacking nothing. I think that's something that, that, that will bring some joy in your life. Okay? But it only comes if we keep on walking by faith. All right. So, why am I talking about such a simple aspect of our Christian walk today? It sounds so simple, but sometimes it's so simple things in our journey with God that's the most powerful. Amen? Why am I talking about this today? Because I truly hope and pray that all of us will persevere in God's call to love Him and to love our neighbors until the day that we breathe our last breath. Okay? That, that is something, whenever I journey with, with brothers and sisters in Christ, in, in, in church and so on, that's, that's my faith that we together, even if we go into different directions one day, and, and we move geographically and we get scattered like, like the Jews got scattered in Acts. That even when we, our, our roads might um, di, um, diverge, go in different directions, that till the day that we breathe our last breath, that we will still be serving the Lord. That's what I hope and pray for each one of us here this morning. Why am I talking about this? Why am I talking about faith? I'm talking about this also because throughout Scripture we are reminded that we will face trouble. We will face trouble. In, in the words of my late grandfather, my dad always reminds me about this. When I tell him, you know what, the other day I went to men's camp, it was awesome. When I came back, I, I struck a, a horn bull. No? Yeah, nears wording full. Something like that. I struck this bird and boom, my light is out of my bucket. Ah, yes, now it's another, I don't know how many bucks this is going to be. You know? And then my dad will just remind me, yeah, you remember what your grandfather used to say? There's always something bound to come up. And it's seldom something good. You know, so that was just my grandfather confirming scripture actually. Who knows if your life's greatest disappointment has already come? 
are eternal. Okay? The truth of God, or the truth of who God is, is eternal. Our faith and trust must be founded upon who God is. Amen? Like I said, we might one day be overwhelmed by a certain heart's desire or a disappointment. But my faith is that we will persevere in serving and loving God until the day we breathe our last breath. And that means our faith needs to be founded upon something solid, something unshakable, something eternal. So let's by faith very briefly look at some unshakable truths about the Trinity. I want to encourage you. This is, I just want to remind us again. That's why we had the series on the Word of God. Right? Because through the Word we learn all about who God is and what He is like. That's why we spend time in the God to be reminded on, 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 about who He is. Okay. So we're going to quickly look just at a few scriptures um, on, on the character of God, the authority and victory of Christ, and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Just briefly going to touch on it. Like I say, it's like just the tip of the iceberg on, on a few scriptures just to remind us that, that this God, who is this God that we can trust in. Okay, so the character of God. Psalm 36 verse 5. Your mercy and loving kindness, O Lord, extend to the skies and your faithfulness to the clouds. Psalm 86 verse 15. But you, O Lord, are a, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy and loving kindness and truth. Psalm 118 verse 1. O give thanks, for, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. His mercy and loving kindness endures forever. We're talking about the character of the Father. Psalm 147 verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Another scripture says he's, he's near to the brokenhearted and those with a contrite spirit. Isaiah 40 verse 11. I love this picture. This, it paints a beautiful picture for me around the heart of the Father. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will, gather his, he will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom. To me, that's such a beautiful picture. We're talking about why can we trust God? Look, look at what the Word says about, how the, about the character of God. He heals the brokenhearted. He picks up his lambs and he carries them in, him, in his bosom. You know? That is our portion. That is our, our right through Christ. To be found in the bosom of the Father. Ephesians 2 verses 4 to 6. Some of those Old Testament scriptures um, in, in the light of the, of the covenant of Christ. But God, so rich is He in His mercy 
because of and in order to satisfy, I love the way the Amplified says this, he had such an intense love and in order for him to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us, even when we were dead, slain by our own shortcomings and trespasses, he made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. It is by grace that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation. And he raised us up together with him and made us sit down together in the heavenly sphere in Christ Jesus. I just want to highlight this, this part again. Because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us, even when we were dead Slain by our own shortcomings, he made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. That conveys just a little bit of the character of our Father God. We're talking about, about walking by faith and we're talking about what is our faith founded upon. In, in, and, and when those tribulations and challenges come, we, we need to sometimes step up in faith and take hold of these truths amen we need to remind ourselves it's literally practically sometimes in that moment going yo this has happened wait this is what the truth of god says and to take hold of that by faith and then to apply it in that situation to walk through that situation with that truth of god amen that's why we need to know scripture so that we can remind ourselves in that moment and to activate our faith found upon Scripture. John 16, verse 33. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. Remember I said, just like my grandfather, what my grandfather says, he just echoed the words of Christ. In the world you will have tribulation. That's not so nice. I mean, it's all, we always want to have the awesome bumper sticker kind of, um, scriptures and promises of God but it's quite hectic when this is almost like a promise that Jesus says in the world you will have tribulation but hallelujah the, the promise doesn't stop there but be of good cheer I have overcome the world the victory and the authority of Jesus I have overcome the world in me you may have peace remember we said we don't just go after God because we want peace and joy. In me, when we, when we go after him for who he is, we will find joy and peace. Ephesians 1 verse 19 to 23. Paul prays um, that the Ephesians might know, in verse 19, what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. And every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in the age which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church. Hallelujah. Our faith is not found upon some wishy-washy, you know, little bit of vapor that 
worships floating around sometimes and we fall down and we worship it. No. Our faith is founded upon a conquering king. Amen. We sit in the heavenlies far above anything that might, any power or principality that might want to take us out. Let's be reminded. Like the previous scripture in Ephesians said, we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Where is Christ seated? Above all rule and principalities and power. Let's take hold of that by faith and persevere with that truth. And our joy will be full and we can have peace. When all hell breaks out around us, we can hold on to this, on these truths. Amen? And because of those truths, we can have joy, which will be our strength to persevere. Okay? We're talking about the Trinity and, and holding on to the truth about the Trinity as the basis of our faith. And lo- the last one I want to highlight is the presence of the Holy Spirit with us. Just one scripture. John 14 verse 6. And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another. I love the way that the, Holy, um, the Amplified also just elaborates a little bit here on the role of the Holy Spirit in our life. And I will ask the Father and He will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, that He may remain with you forever. And I want to remind us this morning, have faith. I want to remind us this morning, be ready to trust God with, with, that, with that heart and that faith of a child. And, and just like I said, it's not blind faith. It's childlike faith on, on solid truths of who God is. Be reminded that the Holy Spirit is here with us. In the words of Christ, that He may remain with you forever. Okay? Now, ritualistic, going through the motion religion doesn't require faith. We can come here every Sunday. We can go to small group every week. We can talk about Christian things all the time without our hearts being honest before God, without our hearts truly connecting with the Lord, right? Religion doesn't require faith. To, to live a life in the Spirit doesn't require faith. Sorry. To live a life in the Spirit does require faith, okay? Religion doesn't require faith. Just going through the motion doesn't require um, Going through the motions, that doesn't require faith. But if we want to walk in that life in the Spirit, we have to walk by faith. I want to end off with just a little story of what I've experienced recently. And I want to tie it up with Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So I'm starting to do a little bit of DIY, right? 
some DIY work at home, and you know, that's good, young, fresh husband 101, right? That's what fresh husbands do, okay? They start to get into DIY to keep everyone happy at home. Anyway, I'm just kidding. I enjoyed myself as well. But anyhow, in my garage at the moment, you'll find a half-built bedside um, table. And during my recent new endeavors, there have been quite a number of blunders, you know. Like my grandfather said, there's always something and seldom is something good. And, and my grandfather and a lot of my family um, are in the building and carpentry industry. So all of these blunders, it all adds up to the frustration and, and, and embarrassment. Because you know, I'm like, yeah, it runs in the family. I, what's going on here? And so last night... I drilled a few holes in, in, on incorrect measurements, so there's too many holes in the piece of uh, um, wood. And then one of the holes was a bit skew, and in the end, it caused me to completely snap off a bolt. It just snapped completely. And all you can see there in the garage at the moment is just dust and despair. <laughs> anyway, but you know what? I am most definitely going back to that piece of wood and going to get those things started up again. Because you know why? In my mind's eye, I can see that little bedside um, uh, table standing next to the bed. It's not there yet, but I can see it standing there. I can see, yeah, it's going to be just nice, just there. That's going to be good. You know? It's so... It's so real and close. You can see it. There's nothing new under the sun. When we persevere in childlike trust and by faith, rather than just seeing a little bedside cupboard, by faith, seeing who God is. You know? It's like, see, it's, it's like when we believe in who God is, we start seeing who God is. And when we keep on walking with that faith, we will walk in continual peace and our joy will be full. I want to encourage you this morning. Let's have faith and let's walk in faith. Amen. I just want to pray for us. Father, we come before you this morning, Lord, and we thank you, Holy Spirit, that I trust that in some portion of the message this morning, we can just be reminded in whom we have faith. That we can we have faith in a good father. We have faith in an unshakable king. We have faith in a Holy Spirit that is amongst us, who remains with us forever. And I thank you, Lord, that this 
morning, Lord, as we come honest, Lord, maybe this morning we come like Thomas and we say, yes, Lord, it's just difficult to believe. Lord, you didn't send Thomas away because Thomas, he struggled, but he still came. He still came looking for you. And he actually touched you, Lord. So this morning, Lord, thank you that we can come, Lord. We can come with honesty, Lord. Whether it is, Lord, why haven't you answered this heart's desire yet? Can I trust you? Lord, why is this, why is this horrid circumstances fallen upon me? Can I trust you? Thank you, Jesus, that we can stand upon your word this morning where it, maybe we have, we've gotten things too complicated. We've made our walk with Christ too complicated. Or we've been caught up in, in our desires or we've been caught up in our disappointments. Thank you this morning, Lord Jesus, that we can just be reminded and we, I can pray over all of us. Christ, be the author and the finisher of our faith. As we come before you this morning, Lord, as a church, we pray, Lord God, write faith on our hearts, Lord. Write your story of faith, Lord, that perseveres, Lord God, that builds Christ's character in us. That we can walk in this world with, with a hope, Lord, that, that we can testify that does not disappoint, Lord. We pray for that faith in us this morning, Lord. Thank you for listening. Remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar TV. Go to www.shofaronline.tv to download and share.